This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. And hello, everyone. I'm Donna Chavis, and I'm glad you've joined us today. It's not just a pleasure having our guest. It's always an experience as well. He's a respected prophetic voice minister and speaker, and he really is known for his keen accurate prophetic gifting, and also gifts of healing and miracles. My goodness. So let's get started with Dr. Hakeem Collins. Welcome, Hakeem. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. And I I wanted to let everybody know that, Hakeem, you have developed a resource that is literally for everyone. Everyone needs it. If, If those that are listening, if you need healing, or if you know someone who needs healing, or if you want to be able to release healing and minister healing to others, this is definitely, definitely for you. Hakeem, tell us a little bit about this new teaching, Command Your Healing. Yes, this uh, book um, was birthed out of actually a personal encounter with God where I needed healing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm in a state where I was I had a broken jaw um, due to an, an unexpected assault, and I was in the, in the hospital. And while I was in the hospital, uh, they needed to do emergency surgery, but I needed to wait. So I came to the hospital on a Thursday. They said I had to wait till Monday for emergency surgery. And so in the meantime, they gave me prescriptions. They gave me um, medication to cope with the pain. Um, now, by the weekend, I was really in excruciating pain. My jaw and face had uh, swollen up, and I really needed God to do something. Um, you know, the meds wasn't working, and so what I did was, while I was there laying on my, you know, on the, on the bed waiting for Monday to get here, um, the scriptures started coming to me. the The word of God started coming to me concerning healing, and I began to um, because out of my distress, out of my pain, I wanted to do. I wanted. I wanted something immediate. Yes, and I wanted something supernatural to happen. So what I did was, I, I opened up the Bible and I began to search the scriptures concerning healing in regards to can I receive personal healing? And yes, I do know I can receive personal healing because you know I, I'm a you know I'm a prophetic minister and I and I God used me in releasing healing, but to receive it for myself. Yes, it's one thing is to release it and have the faith to release it, but it's another when you're in a state of needing a miracle, when you're in a, in a position or you're on the other end needing God to just touch you, and that's what I needed. So I was desperate. I couldn't wait for Monday. So I just did something unusual. I say um, something crazy is that I took the scripture at its word where is that I can command my own healing. Now, I want to say this uh, for those who are listening. I'm not saying the, the premise of this book or the title of this book is not commanding God to do anything. That's not the teaching at all. What we're saying and what I'm teaching is basically is operating and receiving your own healing by the authority of God through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so 
I wanted to test the scripture out, and that's what I did. And so I did something foolish, and I lay hands on my jaw, my broken jaw. Why? It's because the doctor said that um, one part of my jaw was fractured. They could not go in there. It's right behind my ear. They couldn't go in there and do surgery because they were afraid that the likelihood is that I would, they would actually cut off my hearing. And there was a nerve back there that if they did surgery, um, you know, I wouldn't be able to have any filling in my in my face or my jaw. And so long story short is basically um, I wanted to do something supernatural. I wanted to do something, uh, you know, radical. And I lay hands on myself, and I command my jaw to line up to be healed. I spoke to the fractured jaw. Now, you spoke out loud, right? I spoke out loud. I just, by faith, because the scriptures was telling me that Jesus has given us delicate authority. He has given us power and authority. And so if that is the case, and that is to be true, and we know the scripture is true, then I, I activated my faith. I did something unusual. And the Bible also says that, that the, the foolish things confound the wise. So sometimes we have to do foolish things. It may look foolish to us, but God understands it's because, you know why? It's faith that pleases him. And so, Donna, what I did, I lay hands on my jaw. I begin to speak out loud. I begin to speak to my jaw, and I command my jaw in the name of Jesus, because that's the only name we can do anything in, in the name of Jesus, to be healed, to be mended, to come together. And you know what happened? Right after I did that, my ear popped. Mm-hmm. My ear popped, and I literally saw and thought my jaw began to come into alignment behind my ear. And when Monday came, when Monday came after the weekend, when they did x-rays, when they did the x-rays, they literally saw where it was fractured initially. They saw that the piece, the the bone fracture was healed. It was totally restored, <laughs> the whitest part on the x-ray. And so I say that is because this book was birthed out of me needing a healing myself, activating the faith to receive it. And using the Word of God as a foundational, as as truth, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Why this book, Command Your Healing, was birth. Yes. Well, you know, I learned something in this book. I, I always learn when, when we're studying these these books and these messages and these teachings. But I learned something so important because, you know, we always say, well, you need faith for this. You need faith. You need faith. You need faith. Because, But I learned something from your book that just jumped out at me. You used the word fuel because you said you, you, faith is the doorway to your healing breakthrough. So how do we fuel our faith? And it's just what you're talking about. Our our faith comes by hearing. And hearing what? Hearing the Word of God. But when you speak it out loud, the authority that you have in, in that word, command, oh my goodness, this, I mean, this has just changed me since I've been studying this because it has given me a renewed, a renewed sense of that authority. And I'm like, God, I knew this. I knew this. I needed somebody to remind me of this. And this book is so strong. It's so powerful. Such a reminder to those who know this message, but maybe have not really like put it into practice or or what you just said, have not activated it. So you teach the principles, you teach the how-tos. I'm just thrilled with it. And I know that you've been teaching it, and we always want to know what's been happening as you've been teaching this message. I know you've, you've been several places, but recently, tell us some of the miracles that have happened. Wow, yes. I've just been 
traveling the country, and this just been burning in my heart. And so um, I wanted to to just release this message that that God has put so much in my heart because of my own receiving my own miracle. And so um, as I was traveling, I was at a actual meeting in Baltimore. Um, I held a two day um, actual command your healing um, revival, and in that I was teaching about faith. I was teaching it about faith. Have, our faith have ears um, because the Bible says in Romans chapter uh, ten verse seventeen that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. When you talk about fuel, we're fueling our faith. What we're doing is we're feeding our faith upon the Word of God. We're feeding uh, upon His truth. And so when I when I when I needed a healing, what I did is I went to the Scripture. I went to the Word of God. I didn't. I didn't. Yes, I had medicine. I had the medication. I had all that, but that didn't work for me. I needed the Word of God, and I needed to fuel it by eating the Word of God. In other words, I was reading it. I was reciting it. I was repeating it, and I got it in me. And so like our ear. Our ear is shaped like an embryo, and so it's like a baby. <laughs> feed your faith. You have to, if you look at your own ear, you'll see it looks like an embryo. So you have to feed that faith, and your faith increases as you, you know, you read the Word of God, you study the Word of God. And so, in other words, I begin to teach that around the country. And so in this meeting in Baltimore, this two-day um, Command Your Healing uh, revival, um, as I was teaching on faith, as I was giving and sharing my testimony of God healing me, and some other uh, testimonies that, that took place that's in this book. Um, at the end of the service, what happened was miracles started breaking out. I started giving invitations of those who had any sickness in their bodies, if there was any disease that were going on, if there were any plagues or anything, any element or infirmity. I just I just gave them an invitation because Jesus wants to heal them. Jesus is still in the healing business. Jesus is still in the miracle working business today through the Holy Spirit. And so um, so I did the invitation, and I mean, Donna, the, the, the altar was flooded with people. And I'm like, wow, I must, uh, you know, we must hit a nerve somewhere. And so, in other words, as I, as God began to move in this service, the Spirit of God just began to move. There was this uh, this eight-year-old young lady. She was about, you know, she was no no more than maybe eight years old, nine years old. And her mother brought her up, and she was weeping. The mother was weeping, and she said, my daughter is uh, deaf in one ear. And I thought that was a little strange because, you know, when I think about death, I'm thinking of both ears, but she was she could not hear in one ear. And so um, I immediately just began to um, begin to command there that word again, command. I begin to command and I begin to rebuke this deaf and dumb spirit because the deaf and dumb spirit is connected to someone not hearing. And so when I begin to command her eardrum to open and to be made whole. I just just took that. There was just something in me. The Holy Spirit just gave me this boldness, and and literally, I I just put one hand on the other ear that was able to um that she was able to hear with, and I began to speak to the ear, which was really strange. And I but but I began to speak to the spirit, the affirmity. I began to speak to the deaf and dumb spirit and commanded to come out. But also, I commanded a creative miracle in Jesus' name for her eardrums and her hearing to come back. And literally, she was able to hear. Um, I walked a distance away, and I was in. You know, I had her turned, um, not facing me, and I would begin to call the young lady's name, um, and she was able to hear. And so the, the church just went up in joy. And then there also at the altar, there was a man who was um, very, 
very overweight. Uh, he was um, bound to a wheelchair, and he, 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 you know, of course, he could not move. Um, and so we begin to lay hands um, on him, and we begin to command his body to come into alignment. We begin to speak to his joints. We begin to speak to his back. I mean, I'm saying all this is we had to speak to it. We had to speak to it. And so when I say faith has ears, we have to look at circumstances and situations like mountains. We have to speak to the mountainous situation. We have to speak to the impossible things that are restricting us from really receiving our healing or our miracle, our breakthrough. And so I begin to speak to his back. I begin to speak to his legs. I begin to speak to his joints. I begin to speak to his uh, his bones and command it to function as Jesus, as God has originally created it to function. And so when we begin to just release that healing power and just by the Holy Spirit and command his body to come into alignment, he literally jumped out of the wheelchair, <laughs> literally jumped out of the wheelchair and was jumping around, running around, um, just excited and crying out to the Lord that he was healed. And I mean, everybody just went up. And then also at the altar was, uh, I mean, just so many testimonies I can just go on and on and on because of the faith that was released and that was imparted in that service. Sometimes we need to hear words of faith. We need to hear testimonies of people receiving their breakthrough. We need to hear uh, uh, people overcoming um, insurmountable things. We need to hear these because what it does, it increases our faith. And that's what I did. I began to create an atmosphere for miracles. I created an atmosphere for healing. I began to create an atmosphere through the Word of God, through imparting faith and and using testimonies and stories in the Bible and scriptures that will begin to validate God's Word. And I begin to release that. Yeah, and you, you had even prayed for three women, I know, in that meeting that had cancer. And, of course, we can't see that, you know, not like the man with the leg or the, the little girl, whatever. We can't see that. But you actually got reports back on that, didn't you? Yes, it, that, that's the thing. I didn't know these three, three women came up. And, again, like you said, I couldn't see it. We don't, we, it's not a physical thing you can see. But they were battling with this infirmity. They were just battling with this sickness. And it was three of them. And, 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 and oddly, they were all standing together at the altar. It was not something uh, calculated. And so I asked them, I said, what's, what's going on with you? What are you standing in need of? And each and every one of them said that they are battling with cancer. One was with stage four. One was stage three. Uh, and one was something else, but it was all cancer related. Mm-hmm. And and so what I did is begin to it, it's just this authority again, this knowing our authority again, commanding our healing, but also having a power through the Holy Spirit, delegated authority to release it to others. And I laid hands on them. And what I did, Donna, I began to command the spirit of death because that's connected to it. The spirit of death, the the spirit of infirmity. This and I had to. You know what I did? Also, I spoke to. Cancer. Yes. Cancer, listen, sickness, disease, all of that has ears as well. It may sound strange what I'm saying, but it ha- you have to speak to it. You have to speak to it. Jesus said to his disciples, is to speak to the mountain. If you say to this mountain, be thou removed, it will be removed and cast into the sea. These these insurmountable, these mountainous things in our way can obey us. And so I spoke to cancer. I didn't speak to the women. I spoke to cancer. I told cancer in the name of Jesus Christ to leave, to exit her 
their bodies. And so, of course, I don't know what was going on. I didn't see anything physical happening. You know, we, we don't know. But by faith, I stood in agreement with them. I touched and agreed with them in the earth realm, but also knowing our authority that we have by by the scriptures and through the word of God that we can command things to happen. And so I'm not commanding God to do anything. God has given us authority. I want to say this also, one of the things that I found is not that people don't believe that they want to be healed or it's sometimes it's not a faith issue. Sometimes it's a belief system issue. It's sometimes it's also a, an authority issue. In other words, I can believe in one God to heal me and I'm not healed. But what it is, is is knowing our authority is the issue. See, the enemy doesn't want us to know our authority. He can have us wanting to believe all day, and that's fine. But it's knowing, it's also having faith, and also knowing you have authority right. to heal and to receive healing yourself in Jesus' name. Right. You know, I am, <laughs> I am so loving this phrase that you're using, your faith has ears, your faith has ears. Well, if our faith has ears, ears, then it's needing to hear something in order for it to be fueled and for it to grow and for it to be strong enough. And and you teach people that we, we are the ones that have to give faith a voice. We have to give that a voice so that it's hearing our voice. Yes, actually, it's voice activated. We must give the Word of God a voice. And so faith comes by hearing. It's our hearing and hearing. They're together. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And so we have to speak the Word of God. Voice activated. We have to give the Word a voice, God's Word a voice. And so we have to speak healing. We have to, we have to confess it. We have to declare it out of our mouths. Sometimes the enemy wants our mouths to be shut. And so we fuel our faith and we feed our faith, which is good, but also we have to speak it out. We have to activate it. It's voice activated. We have to speak it out. And it's something that happens. That's why the Word of God says that when he sent his word, his word healed them. Yes. And so it's something about when when we speak healing and we confess healing, things begin to happen. And so um, that's why I wrote the the, the other part of the book in the 90-day devotional part is commanding and confessing because it you have to speak it out you have to you have to declare the word of God over yourself sometimes you not you might not be able to have your pastor or you know another believer or someone to stand in agreement with you you know you may not have access you know at that moment but sometimes you're just going to have to believe the word and activate it and it has to be voice activated and so that's why I put faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. So right. it's by the spoken word. And I love that you, you just mentioned the 90 day devotional. It's not a 30 day devotional. It's 90 days every day. So you can really get it down in your spirit. And I love that you did this. You have these chapters in the front that's teach, 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 get it down in there. Teach the people what this really means. Get a, a firm foundation on it and now put it to work. So first part, teach, teach. Second part, put it to work. And that is so, so powerful. So I really want to encourage everybody, if you can, please get this material. But talk to me about the use of the word command. What does command mean? Sure. Command really is very simple. It's basically to give an order to 
It basically means to, you know, to have authority over or you can control. It is to have um, basically, it's basically to direct. When you command, you're, you're, you're given an order. It's, you're not asking anything. You're commanding. You're being direct and you have an authority over. That's mm-hmm. what the word command means. When Jesus in the scriptures, he oftentimes gave what? His disciples authority. He gave them authority. To, and, and not only that, but he gave them a command to heal the sick. He gave them command to 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 cure the disease and cast out demon spirits and to preach the kingdom. So it was a command. It wasn't he he didn't ask them to do it. And so that same principle applies to us to, today as children of God, as believers, is that we, we have been given authority, that commanding authority to be able to release and to receive our own healing. Mm-hmm. So just be direct and just. Order. That's really what command means. I think about military. When you think about command, you know, they they have a command or they give a command, that kind of thing. You think about the authority in the military when they command something. I even one one part in the book where you, where you even said you've got to know that you're a commander. Oh, I said, oh, I'm a commander. <laughs> that's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Jesus is the commander in chief, and you just said about the military. And so when he, when he in, in Luke chapter ten and one, he, he commanded his disciples. He used these twelve individuals who were ordinary people, and he imparted in them ordinary faith and given them delegated authority and power to do what he does. And so we can do the same thing. And so Jesus is the commander in chief, just like the president is in the United States or different um, nations. They have different people at a seat of authority. Jesus has given us that same authority, delegated authority, and we we can be commanders as well. Yes. The Holy Spirit and to do what Jesus did in our own lives and as well in our ministry, business, family, in every area of our, our lives. That's exciting to me because it's that like just like you pointed out, if we've been given this authority, and, and you pointed this out so clearly, I don't know if I've ever noticed this before, but Jesus didn't say to his disciples, go and pray for the people and let's see what happened. He said, go and heal the sick. Ah, That's good. Wasn't that good? No. It, when I saw that, that's what I applied it to myself. He never, and you don't see it in Scripture at all throughout the Gospels, of Jesus telling his disciples to pray for the sick. Now, I want to say, yes, in James 5, chapter 14, and, and there is a scripture in the New Testament that we can pray for the sick. But Jesus never commanded nor told his disciples to pray for the sick. He knew what they possessed. He knew what he given them, and that's referring to us as well today, that you heal the sick. He told them, heal the sick, cure the disease, preach the kingdom, mm. and cast out devils. Amen. He gave it to ordinary people like them, he can do it and has given us the same power through the Holy Spirit. Yes. He did not, you don't see it in Scripture, you will not find it. He has given us authority to do it. He said, heal them. Right. That, uh, that is exciting. This story, you were talking about changing an atmosphere a little bit ago when we, when we were talking with your words and what you were doing. Tell me about your aunt. Yeah, my aunt was my great aunt um, Pauline was um, she fell into a coma, and my grandmother and mother came to me, uh, stating that she um, was ill. She's in the hospital, and she slipped into a comatose uh, state, and. Basically, the the family was on their way. Basically, they had a decision to make, and that they were going to um, 
pull the plug. Mm. When I heard that, I said, oh, no, this is not, this is really, you know, in my mind, in my emotions, I said, this is not the will of God. Father, you know, that should not be our decision as uh, far as, you know, man to make the decision for us. I don't want to be in comatose state and someone pulls the plug. I want them to fight for me and intercede and pray for right. me. And so it just real quickly, I basically, I just, just had a problem with that personally. And so I'm glad they told me that. And what I did was I went into prayer. This was on this was on a Friday. Uh, and I went into prayer and I just was in prayer all night before the Lord. And I was just decreeing and confessing and declaring her healing. I said, Lord, let there be a miracle for Aunt Pauline. I, I just was wrestling with that decision. I said, let your will be done. You're a sovereign God. Just cause my grandmother, my mother, my family members, let them be dumbfounded. Let them be awestruck of your power. Show them that you are sovereign and that you, you know, that you hold the key of life. And so, and I just begin to pray that. And, and so basically, um, I mean, all night I was just wrestling with that. All night I was praying, but I was just confessing, Donna, and just decreeing her healing and a miracle. And I felt a release. It was like really late on Friday night. And so I went to sleep, and then I, I got up, and the next morning was Saturday, and all the family went to the hospital. I didn't go, but my family went to the hospital. And then my grandmother and my mother came, and they came, and they called me, and they basically said, well, well, I thought they were going to give me a bad news that they, you know, made a decision. But the report was, is that when they got to the hospital to make that decision to pull the plug, my aunt was up eating, laughing. She was eating. <laughs> she was in her right mind. She supernaturally came out of of the coma. And the time that she came out of the coma was the time that I was praying all night. Yes. You may not have enough faith for yourself. She was in comatose. She needed someone to intercede for her. She needed someone to have faith to believe for her for the best possible results. And that's what I did. I created an atmosphere, in other words, through faith and praying for her. And, 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 and God just came through. God just, she woke up and she was up. She was meeting them at the door when they came to the hospital. And so just like the men in Mark chapter 2, verse 1 through 5, the paralyzed man needed someone, these four men who was able to come to another level to bring their faith and bring this man to a place in an atmosphere and an environment where Jesus was. They, you need someone to bring you into an environment where healing takes place. And that's what they did. They tore the roof off. They went on the roof and they tore the roof off to get Jesus' attention. Sometimes we have to do the impossible things. We may have to pray the impossible prayers. We may have to do some unusual things to get God's attention. And it's faith that does it. And that's what the four men did. They did was they took the man up on the, uh, the paralyzed man up on a high level on the roof, tore the roof off and got Jesus' attention and the man received his healing. Amen. Amen. Well, you've been listening to Dr. Hakeem Collins and we want to make sure that you have an opportunity to get this amazing resource before we leave today. So I want you to be listening for Sid at the end of the program to find out how you can get it for yourself, maybe for your family or even for your church. It's Hakeem's brand new book, Command Your Healing, and his brand new and exclusive three CD teaching series, Releasing God's Healing Power. And now you're also going to receive absolutely free a beautiful bookmark on how to command your healing every single day, right there at your fingertips with your book. Hakeem, Oh, I am so excited. We've got, we've still got a lot more to go, and I'm excited about this. Uh, we were talking about your faith having ears. I really had never heard it put that way, that phrase before, but man, that's exciting. What, 
what kind of things does our faith need to be hearing, and and what are the sources around that that it could be hearing? Sure. Well, first of all, there's a lot of things that we hear anyway. You know, um, we hear negative reports. We hear. Uh, negative diagnosis uh, concerning our physical, you know, our, our bodies. We hear things in the news. We're always hearing something, whether it's gossip, whether it's slander. You know, it's, it's all, it, you know, you, you can't escape it. You know, so it's, it's always something you want to hear. But we have to begin to nullify those and, 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 and really just re- kind of remove those types of toxic uh, uh, things that come in our hearing or our ear gates, in other words, and we have to fuel it or we have to replace it with positivity. We have to replace it with the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so we have to replace it by hearing truth. We have to replace it by hearing the Word of God. What does God say about it? Yes, the doctor says that this is this is going on in your body or this is the situation, but what do you, whose report do you believe? Is that the question? Who reports? And you should and will believe the report of the Lord. And that's, that's, and you know, not only just me believing it, but I have to speak it. I have to sometimes speak it. You know, there's a saying, you know, you know, where, you know, when you talk to yourself, you you know, there's people that talk to themselves. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I sometimes do it. I do, I do it. Myself. I, I just kind of normal. But sometimes I have to repeat it, and I have, sometimes I have to speak it out and say, Hakeem, you are more than a conqueror in, in Christ Jesus. Sometimes I have to declare it and speak it out of my own mouth for it to come back like a boomerang. It has to come back in my ear gates, in my hearing. So we, our faith has ears. Faith, faith has ears. Faith, our ears has faith. So in other words, in order for our, for our ears to have faith, we have to feed our ears with truth and stories and positivity and truth. And so that's why I came up with this concept, in other words, is because I myself needed healing. Myself needed to hear the Word of God in order for me to receive it. When I go out and preach and travel the country, it's the same thing. I'm imparting the truth and the Word of God, and I'm causing them to hear what God is saying besides what the enemy is saying or what others are saying or what the doctor is saying or what the report is saying. We have to reverse it. We have to reverse it. And also you can reverse it by truth. How you reverse error is you do it by speaking truth. Replace it with truth, yes. Yeah, you replace it with truth. And I, I want to say this, Donna, it's just like when I, when I do see a physical sickness. What God has taught me through the Word of God, and just like Jesus, Jesus Oftentimes in the scripture, he didn't know exactly what was wrong with someone. He he asked them, and so just like when you're you're sick and you go to the doctors, sometimes the doctors ask you, or the physician asks you, or your personal physician asks you what's wrong with you. <laughs> they got They don't know until you tell them. And what they do is now they have to prescribe a prescription that is suitable that fits the whatever's going on with you. Yes. So the same with the Word of God. When you, when you are going through something, sickness, pain, uh, disease, you 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 use the word. You fuel your faith because there may be fear there. Yes. Fear of dying, all of those, and you fuel it with faith. The opposite, and that's what the Word of God does. Is you you use the truth. It becomes a prescription. I hope I'm making sense. It makes it becomes a prescription, and that's where healing comes from. Uh, comes in, and you just like a prescription, it has instruction. 
Yes. You have to take the. You have to. Sometimes they just take one pill or two pills and they think they're healed. No, you got to take the. You got to go through the whole process. Well, that's why I like you do the ninety days. You do ninety days. It's it's like when you're taking an antibiotic when you need something bad in your body to get out of there. The doctor always says, "Well, now you might feel better in a couple of days, but you need to take the whole thing." That's why I love this 90 days so, so much, Hakeem, because you've provided a scripture, a teaching, a prayer, and an activation every single day for 90 days so that that gets way, way down in someone's spirit. And so that that to me, when you get through with the 90 days, I believe that you will be speaking, you will be commanding according to God's word every day. I love that. I love that so much. Yes. I talk to myself a lot, too. Because <laughs> it, it, it's our daily, it's the daily benefits. It's, 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 it's God wants to help us. God wants to strengthen us. God wants to heal us. It's his promise. Mm-hmm. So the 90 days become the prescription and infuse our faith when we confess, when we command, using that authority to command, but also confess. The Bible says if we confess our faults, our sins, one to another, and we, with prayer, we are healed. And so confession brings healing. Commanding also is moving into authority. So 90 days of every day, you know, just just fueling your faith, but also speaking healing, it becomes a prescription. And like you said, you have to take the whole prescription. Mm-hmm. You have to take the whole, you have to, and that's why we just think it's going to one time. You may feel a little different, but if you just take the, all of what they prescribe, Jesus is prescribing through his word, through the truth and through stories of healing, people are being healed and touched, and that is what causes us to receive our healing breakthrough, is taking the prescription. That's why I did the 90 days, is to do it. Just go through the whole process. Mm -hmm. Don't stop at 60. Take the whole process. Go through the whole process, the prescription of faith, and I'm telling you, you will be healed. Yes, and you you really make a point about knowledge. You You don't need to be Uh, or have a lack of knowledge. It's so important to know this. And you really drive that home so that people get that down in their spirit. And I, you, you even say, I I, I don't believe it's it's sickness and disease that, that, that takes people's life, but it's the lack of knowledge. The lack of knowledge. That's what the enemy, wow, that's good. Ignorance. Well, I got it from you. (laughs) Well, thank you. That's, that's what it is. The enemy does not want you and I to know who we are, our identity, and know what we possess by the Holy Spirit and know our authority that has been given to us. And that's what the secret weapon against the enemy is, ignorance. And so lack of knowledge, people perish because of that. And so if we fuel our faith and we, we, we increase in our ability to know what the Scripture is, you don't have to be a doctor, you don't have to have all of the degrees or any of that. All you need, and do we saw it through Scripture, through Jesus' ministry, is just believe. Just know. And that's and that's the thing that I'm teaching in this book that is so practical, that is so um, personal, is that you can receive your own healing. You can command, you can direct, you can order, you can release your own healing by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I, I wrote this book is because I've seen it work. I've seen uh, miracles take place because of this book, because of the teaching. It's about receiving what's yours and breaking ignorance and and, 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 fuel, and just fueling your faith to do more right. in the supernatural. Right, and expecting. I know, I know you teach us when you command something, when you are commanding this sickness to obey you, there's a level of expectation that, that you teach us to have it that 
same time. I mean, even you you had a very personal story with with a lady that was in your ministry that that had cancer. Yes. Yes, um, she was my, uh, me and my brothers, um, I have a twin brother, by the way, those who are listening, and, and, and so she was the first administrator for our ministry. We were really, really young at the time, about 18, 17 years old when she came on board. But long story short, she was facing uh, herself with cancer, like the three women in the meeting in Baltimore who received a report of healing. They, they received their healing, by the way, I didn't say that, but they received their healing. The report came back. The administrator received uh, a diagnosis that she had breast cancer, and and she would call us constantly, just, you know, can you pray, can you pray, can you pray? And we would pray for her tirelessly uh, over the phone. Just, I mean, every other day she was calling. And something rose on the inside of me. I said, wait a minute. You know, I am believing just as much as she is. I have faith just as much as she is to believe her miracle. And I said, you know, we just said to ourselves, me and my brother, let's go in to her house. And we went over to her house. We made her, we just wanted to do it, just give her a visit, you know. I said, we didn't want to just do it over the phone. Let's just, we know that you send the word, it will heal. We believe that. But sometimes you got to do something different. You got to do something unusual <laughs> out of your, unco- your your comfort zone. God, that's what faith does sometimes. You know, and so we did something uncomfortable. I said, let's take Arlene, let's take, let's take her a visit. And so we went to her house and we said, Arlene, we're coming. She, she was shocked. She said, you know, what are you here for? And we said, we want to pray for you. We want to, we want to just believe God with you. We want to touch and agree with you. And so what we did was we begin to, we just begin to command her body. We didn't just pray. No, we just command. We just went right there, Donna. We went straight to, to the issue. We went and spoke to cancer. We command her blood, her white blood cells to regulate. We command um, the spirit of infirmity to come out of her body. I mean, we just, we just went for it in the power of the Holy Spirit spirit because we knew we had authority and so we touch and agree with her for her healing and, and total um, breakthrough and literally about two weeks later she called us and, and when she called us we were like oh no maybe she has you know she wants us to pray again and so so and the report was she received that she was cancer free she she there was no trace in her blood it wasn't even in remission it was she was totally cancer free and i want to just pray for somebody right now who is listening yes. who are who are or who may have sickness disease in their body that's re- listening right now or there's maybe a an element uh, in your body or something's going on i just decree and declare right now and i command right now by the authority and by the spirit of god in jesus name that your body will be made whole i ca- i curse cancer right now i curse diabetes i curse high blood pressure lupus i curse any uh, physical and even 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 any element that would try to cause you to die prematurely, I cancel it in the name of Jesus Christ. I command your body to come into alignment to what God has created your body to function. I say now be healed in Jesus' name. I say now do something you could not do before. I speak to your blood. I regulate your sugar. There's somebody that's even going to be listening that even sugar diabetes, I curse sugar diabetes. I command your your sugar level to regulate in Jesus name I command your body to function as Jesus has commanded and created your body to function. I say, be healed, ma'am. I say, be healed, sir. Today is your day of healing. Today is your day of a breakthrough. Just by listening to this message, by listening to me, 
today your faith has increased. Your faith has has come to another level. God is speaking to the ears of your faith right now because of the testimony. The Word of God is finding you right now in Jesus' name. And I just release that healing anointing right now. And I say be healed. Fire is being released. The fire of the Holy Spirit. His healing power is being released right now. Some of you can feel it in you. Even someone that's having that had an accident, your back is being lined right now in Jesus' name. Someone has some issues going on with their neck. There's been some nerve damage in your neck. I just say right now, do something you could not do. Move your neck around. I just speak healing right now, and I speak now. God, just touch them in Jesus' mighty name. Be healed. Amen. 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 Sid's going to be here at the end of the program to tell you how you can get Hakeem's brand new book, Command Your Healing, and his brand new and exclusive audio teaching series called Releasing God's Healing Power, and also the free bookmark on how to command your healing every single day. Hakeem, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. I'm going to ask you a hard question, okay? (laughs) Is there ever a time where it's too late. It's just it's just too late to jump in and start doing what you've been teaching. No, is the answer. It's never too late to receive your healing breakthrough. It's never too late to receive from the Lord. Even even at the point of death. Listen, I've seen God work miracles. Listen, God is never too late and God is never too <laughs> too early. He's always on time and I'm telling you it's never too late and we have the ability to reverse the condition. We have the ability by the power of God to change the narrative. Whatever the enemy has thrown at us, it is, it is the, we have the authority to change the narrative, to change our condition. And it also it, it comes with, again, knowing. It's also about our consciousness. Are we sick conscious or do we have a healing conscious? So in other words, people take ownership over their sickness. They say, I'm sick, or this is my sickness, or mm. so, no, 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 no. You have to reverse that and change your language, change your mindset, change the way you think. Yes, your body may be physically at this point, maybe going through, but if you change your mind, you can change your condition. When you change your, con- your, your perception and Think on those things that are above. Think on the Word of God. Think on His truth. Your body has to line up, and it's all about your your mind. It's the battle of the mind. And so, if you're if you're if you're sick conscious, then you'll be sick. Mm. But if you but you think on healing, and that's where the faith comes in, because you think on it. You know, the Bible says, "So a man thinketh, so is he." Yes. Yes. That's what the Bible says. And so we have to change our thought patterns and think on truth, think on healing, and you will be healed. Mm-hmm. So it's never too late. So that's how you reverse the condition. And that that's one of the tips that I was talking about. You have got so many great tips in here that as we're learning and as we're practicing and activating this into our lives every day from what we're learning here, you have given so many great tips for us uh, as we go along here. And that was one of the ones I was talking about uh, being healed conscious instead of sick conscious. So I like that. And it's, uh, I think you also called it a already healed mentality because honestly, man, if we can get it right in our minds, that's, that's half the battle, isn't it? Yes, it is. You got to, you know, when I go on minister, I have to have faith as well to believe for someone else, even if they can't believe it. Mm. Yes. See, so in other words, I'm going to use this for example. If the, like the man that was in the wheelchair, the overweight man that was in the wheelchair, and he couldn't move, and he was bound to the wheelchair for several years, I had to see him in my own mind to see him walking. 
I had to see him healed in order. My God, that was good right there. It was. Least healing for him. Wasn't that good? No, those who are listening, you have to see yourself healed. You have, if you're bound to a chair, you have to see yourself walking, just like the man at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus came. This guy was there for 38 years, and Jesus come on the scene. He was there for 38 years. He was he was lying in that same condition for 30 years, 38 years, waiting to get into the pool because there was an angel that was stirred the pool, and people were there. There was so many people that was sick that just like him, but someone beat him to to getting into the pool. And so, but year after year, can you imagine year after year he was in that condition? Yes. Because of his mentality. He didn't know what was inside of him. He didn't know that faith was already in work on the inside of him. He needed someone to activate his faith, to see him moving, see him walking. So Jesus come on the scene with this man that was there for 38 years in this condition. Your condition is based on your mentality. You have to see yourself healed. You have to have an already healed mentality. Jesus shows up. This shows up and asks this man what's going on, and he started blaming everybody else for why he didn't get healed. Right. The blame shifting. That's not what you do. You take ownership, and you know what Jesus did? Jesus didn't lay hands on him. Jesus didn't pray for him. You know what Jesus did? He commanded him to take up his bed. In other words, take take up his condition. Be responsible for your own healing. And walk by faith. Yes. And when Jesus changed his condition, his mentality, his 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 sick or paralyzed condition, he was able to activate. Jesus was able to activate the faith on the inside of him and cause this man to walk. That's right. And got up. Jesus didn't help him up. <laughs> Jesus didn't lay hands on him, pray for him. Jesus commanded him to. Get up, take up your bed and walk. Take up your condition. Whatever that is right now that you're facing right now, those who are listening, you have to be you have to have an already healed mentality or consciousness that you already healed by his word and by his stripes that you are healed. And just activate the faith and do what you could not do before. This man waited for thirty eight years when the whole time faith was already in him. Yes. That's another one of the keys I was talking about, those really important tips that you teach people. Believe before you see. Believe before you see. And you said that several times just then. I don't even have to ask you about it. You just you just pour it out, Hakeem. I love that about you. But that's one of those other tips, believe before you see. And, and you give the example that the Roman centurion that came to Jesus, he understood authority, didn't he? He understood authority. He was able to find where Jesus was because he knew where the word was, and he he had a sick, ill servant who was under his authority, and he did not need Jesus to come under his roof. He didn't need to go find Jesus and take him to the to the ill servant. He needed to. He just needed Jesus to speak it. And when Jesus spoke it because he knew authority, this centurion had authority, and he went to someone who had authority in healing through his words. And when he connected with Jesus, he just said, speak the word, just say it. And when Jesus spoke the word, that person was healed. And why? What did Jesus do? Jesus commended the man's faith. Mm-hmm. The centurion believed before he saw the actual healing. Jesus spoke to healing, and he believed it by based on what Jesus spoke, and the healing broke, came forth. In other words, he believed before he saw the actual healing. Right, and now is that what you call now faith activates now healing? You, you believe it, you believe it now. 
believe it now. Hebrews 11, you know, it just says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We can activate our faith now, not later, now. And that's where the, the centurion stepped into. He stepped into an environment where Jesus, he wanted Jesus to speak, just speak the healing now. Not later. Speak now. And that's what happens. And so when we activate our faith, we activate it now. When you, when you move in now faith, you will receive or activate now healing. Yes. Talk to us a little bit about um, heaven, about what you call God's command center. Heaven, God's command center. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> this is, I, I know. It's, it's so good. Listen, heaven is the, is the command center. There again, we, that word command. And so the Holy Spirit gives us access to the Father. We have access to the Father. So we can tap into uh, the command center through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit communicates what heaven is declaring, what heaven is speaking. And so from the, so we have to get what heaven is declaring or speaking. And heaven is not speaking sickness, disease, demonic, you know, oppression, depression, any of that. That's not in heaven. So we have to tap into what heaven is saying, what heaven, because none of that is in heaven, but right now we can pull it from heaven, pull it from God's throne, from where God is, through the Holy Spirit, and we can speak it now in the earth realm, mm-hmm. declare it. And so we get, our, we get faith through the Word of God, through tapping into the Holy Spirit. And so, the Holy, so heaven is the command center. And so when we, when we tap into that, that relationship and that communion with God, he'll be able to release our healing, release our miracle, release our breakthrough, release those things that we need. It's from, it's from that place of faith that pulls it, but heaven um, is the command center that causes us to receive it. Yeah. You know what, um, Hakeem, I know there are so many people that, that may not have a minister like you around or may not have somebody to lift them up on the rooftop and let them down or something. I, I just feel like there's so many people that feel like, you know what, I'm all alone in this. I'm alone in this. Wow. Well, you don't have to be alone because, listen, you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has been sent to comfort you, to to assist you, to help you. The Holy Spirit is the consultant, and so you don't have to be alone. You don't have to 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 feel like you're you're by yourself in this. You have you have the Holy Spirit that will be able to enable you and to empower you. But also you have the Word of God, and so the Word of God will give you the the faith that is needed to receive all, not some, but all that God wants you to receive. And and at times. You know, you know, you don't. You know, you might not have access to physical people, but you have access to faith, and you have access to God's word, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. And so, Father, I just want to just pray right now for those who are listening that may feel like right now they don't have a minister or they don't have a pastor or someone they can really touch and agree with them. But Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you would just you begin to comfort them, that you will to to activate their faith to relieve for all that you would desire for them to receive and to believe in this hour, Father, that they will rise and faith in this hour and command their healing to take ownership for their healing and to be like the, the, the man at the pool of Bethesda that they will arise yes and be all that God has called them to be in this season yes yes that just touched me so much when I was reading that in your book and you you called them the daily benefits when you were talking about the benefits and you know you're not alone I love that that you minister to people on that that God will help you God will strengthen you God keeps his promises concerning us that is so so powerful yes and that's what god's promises is that 
we can receive it through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to comfort us. We're not alone. And I'm telling you, there is three keys that I've learned, and that's what I put in this book that many of you can you, you can just glean from and apply for your life. And that is that you must learn to be confident in God's Word. Because why? He is the great physician. He knows what's going on, and he knows the diagnosis, and he can bring you the solution and the healing. Also, we must learn how to command. We must know our authority to command our body, to command things to come into alignment, our finances, you know, even our emotions. Sometimes we have to speak to those those things and command it when no one else is around. So you have to learn the Word of God, learn your authority, learn that you have you the righteousness of Christ, but also command, knowing your authority, knowing that He has given to you through the Holy Spirit, but also knowing. The enemy wants to blind us and keep us from not knowing. He wants us to walk in doubt and unbelief and fear, but no, you have to know that Jesus is for you. Jesus has is, is, is given his life for you, and everything has been finished at the, you know, everything has been done at the finish of the cross, and so, or finished work of the cross. But in, in this teaching, in this book, it will help you to pray prayers that will, that, will, that will bring breakthrough. It will help you to command, and it will help you to know your authority, but also will give you scriptures that you can meditate upon, and, and also just just work through the whole 90 day and watch God touch you and heal you and bless you. Amen. Amen. Well, many thanks to you, Hakeem, for being our very special guest today. It's always a pleasure to have you. And you always challenge us to move into everything that God has for us. And that includes healing. So thank you so much. I'm going to ask you if if you will just pray whatever God lays on your heart right now, because I know there's so many things you you mentioned. Um, you mentioned finances, people, people. I know sometimes they need wholeness in other ways other than physical healing. There's spiritual healing, uh, physical healing, finances, so many things. Will you just pray however the Holy Spirit leads you at this point before we leave? Sure. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this time, and I thank you for this season and those who are listening to this program. Lord, I just pray right now, Father, that you will activate supernatural faith right now for them to receive personal healing. Father, emotional healing, psychological healing, mind, body, and soul. Father, that you release your healing virtue right now. People may be facing even trauma. Sometimes trauma is connected to physical ailment and issues. Father, I just curse and I break every physical and also every trauma. Father, let your light shine in those dark places of their soul and bring resolve, peace, and your love. Let them receive the embrace of you, Father, in Jesus' name, but also financial healing. Yes, financial healing. There are those who are suffering financially that is, that's causing their minds to go through some things and physically because of debt or because of poverty or because of desolation. Father, that you will restore and renew yes. in, in their heart, peace in their mind, Father, in Jesus' name, and that you will bring increase, that you will bring prosperity. And not only that, but Father, let their soul prosper. Let them be in good health, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, I pray that you will give them keys, access, the healing keys that will cause them to even utilize the word in the scriptures to receive their healing. Father, that they will walk in a spiritual authority over the spirit of darkness and death and even uh, doubt in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray that even in now those who are listening, that them them receive and let them speak words and prophesy healing over themselves. Let them declare and command and confess healing and allow them to be healed and let them receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Whatever that element it is, whatever that is, mind, body, and soul, Lord, I just pray, let there be an alignment and let there be supernatural release in Jesus' mighty name, and let them receive it, but also know it, that they are healed. 
Yes, yes, amen, amen. And now here's Sid Roth to tell you how you can get Commander Healing and Releasing God's Healing Power by Dr. Hakeem Collins. Sid? Are you ready to learn how to pray with the authority of Jesus by commanding your life to line up with God's covenant promises? Few believers understand how to command your healing. That's why I'm so excited to get Dr. Hakeem Collins' brand new book, Command Your Healing, into your hands. It's the difference maker, I'm telling you. Also included in his exclusive three CD activation teaching series, Releasing God's Healing Power, and a special bonus, a beautiful Command Your Healing scripture card for your Bible. Get this entire package for an investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9628. Once again, that's offer number 9628.